everybody. This your girl, Miss September from the Philly John Podcast. Make sure you tune in each and every week on all major platforms. Hello, 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 everybody. You are tuned in to the Philly John Podcast, and I am the girl, Miss September. Thank you guys for the uh, for waiting, and thank you guys for being so patient. We are now back. Little alterations. Got one of my faves in the building, DJ Ricochet. What's up, what's up, people? He's going to be with us. I am. Yes, he is. <laughs> and I'm just going to jump right into it. I have my guest here, long friend of mine. I call, kind of call him my brother. I mean, yep. even though he, he treat me a little bad, but you know. Will you stop it, please? So and introduce yourself. My name is, uh, my legit government name is Hamas Ali, but everybody know me as the one I creep on Instagram. So that's me. Thank you for coming, Hamas. Anytime, anytime for you. And for those of you who don't know that, we we actually started our journey together on a podcast. Before we knew what a podcast Before was. Before we knew what a podcast was, we started the Internet Radio Sensation. This was back about 2010, 2011. Yep. And we did a show called The Show. Yeah. Shout out to Lope. Shout out to Tyreek. Shout out to Kendall. Yep. And yeah, we that was that's how we became originated, I, and we. Got I want to say we're like the first in Philly to to do something of that nature in an urban market. I don't see nobody else was doing it. Well, yeah, especially the team that we had. Yeah. So I I think that we kind of was. There were other shows, but there wasn't nothing like the yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, and then we actually got a little bit of history today too. Um. You brought me on as your co-host on one of your podcasts. Yeah. And it was The Savage Life. No, not The Savage Life. Creeping After Dark, Creeping was it? Creeping After Dark, yeah. And today is the six-year anniversary. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. Like, the mem- like the memory came up on my Facebook, and I'm like, wow, we literally started. This was the first per- podcast journey for both of us, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Shout we out did to it at uh, PSMG. PSMG. Yeah, 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 we sure did. So, um, before we get into the show, I just want to go ahead um, and take a moment of silence for our city because it's so much going on with the killing and the police brutality and things of that sort. So, we're just going to take a quick moment of silence. Okay, and we're back. So, yeah, um, how do you guys feel about the situation with Walter and with what's your we're not going to take too much time touching on the topic but i felt like we have to speak on it um yeah go ahead go ahead Uh, you got the floor i'm i'm a kind of impartial because i work in the mental health field okay and i have for the last five years Mm -hmm. so i know how to understand and work with and deal with you know people of his nature correct uh how I feel is, I think there could have been a de-escalation. Mm-hmm. I think they could have took other measures before murdering him. Correct. I think that, for first of all, I mean, he had a butter knife. And I think that uh, mm-hmm. he was far enough to where you could have tased him or pepper sprayed him and then tackled him. Okay. I think that uh, a lot of these times when you put, you know, white officers in the black, black community, mm-hmm. they never been there before. And the only time they've been there is to be a cop. They're not really trained They're to like, do. So. Right. Not, or not even that, just culture. Okay. So all they know about the black community is what they see on TV, social media, and mm-hmm. or their parents. So right. you believe that they're just like trained to kill or just trained no, to No, they, they just have this pre, pre, uh, pre-notion pre that every okay. black man is a thug. Right. Every, you know, black person has a gun on them or a weapon right. and they wants to do some harm. Right. And when they come into our community, mm-hmm. they move it so. Right. And they don't care if you're in a suit or a hoodie. 
they treat you as they a criminal. You as a, exactly, exactly. And I, I did see that they were comparing, like doing a lot of comparisons on social media, basically um, based on, um, like, when, you know, when they de-escalated the situation with a white man versus a black yes. man. How I've seen white men wave guns and knives and other weapons at the police and how they de-escalate the situation. I've seen white men get into a WWF wrestling match with a cop. With a cop. And steal their cars and still make them alive to see their family. Exactly. So, I mean, only reason we're seeing what's going on now is because we have social media, people have phones. Right. But right. this has been going on been for going on. decades, as long as I can remember. Like, mm -hmm. I... I'm 40 years old, right? And okay. I have never had a good experience with any cop. With any cop. Okay. Whether I was on the good, good side of the law or not, okay. I've never had a good experience. And that's sad. And this is mo every black man that you, you ask probably say the same thing. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's a parking ticket or whether it's just right. harassing you. I've never had a good experience from the age of like seven. And I'm raising a black son. I mean, for those of y'all who do know and don't know, like my son is 6'4". He's 23 years old. Yeah. He got into a fender bender on his way to Wildwood after his prom. And he called me. And I automatically went into mommy mode, and he was f fearful of the police. And he said to me, Mommy, do not hang up. I want you to stay on the phone, you know, to kind of like witness or kind of, you know. And that kind of like, it was, you know, a fucked up moment because it's like, damn, like, my, I know my son ain't doing it wrong. It was a fender bender. Mm -hmm. he, he didn't, you know, he has a license. He's driving, you know. But just the fact that he knew that he would be, treated as such you know like they're, they're they fear they're fearful of you guys it, and it, it's so sad to me it's plenty of times that i was assaulted by cops mm -hmm. as a teenager okay or a child yeah and never said that to my mom about it because right. i thought it was normal I yeah it just and, that, to and, us. That, and that's fucked up because it's not it's really not like and mind you i'm 14 15 16 it's like we yeah. talk about grown-ass men like uh -huh. 30 years old and they right. like physically choking me and yeah. Put me doing stuff they ain't supposed to do to a and child. Right. Exactly. But again, I never really reported or, or said anything to yeah, my mom. But I thought this is what happens. Normal. You know, but only thing in social media is, is like exposing it more. Yeah. Just yeah. And then I seen a lot of people discussing. Okay, so for those who don't know, because everybody that's listening is not, I have listeners from other parts of the you know world and country that's not necessarily from Philly. Talk that talk. So I mean, you know, just a little <laughs> humble brag, and um. It was a gentleman, uh, so they did a call. Did his mother call, his family, someone called, and he was allegedly mentally ill or something, mm -hmm. and he was aggressive, and, you know, so she called to get him 302, mm -hmm. and two white police. Yeah. They, was it a male and a female? It was two males. It was two males? I don't know why one looked like a female to me. So they responded to the situation, and it was so many people out there witnessing, and, and, and you can tell that the mother was just, she just wanted her son to be... Okay. Right. And they took it upon themselves because I guess they're saying that he charged at them. I mean, he was at least 10 feet away from them. I don't see a charge. I seen a walk. It wasn't right. a charge. I think that, like I said, I, I think they could have tased him or pepper sprayed him and then tackled him. So, but I did see a um, uh, press conference today yeah. from Mayor Kenny and a commissioner. And they were saying that all policemen don't have tasers or don't have pepper spray. And I don't understand why not. I'm confused why. Uh, me too. So th th that could have been because a butter knife, like it's, it's not even like I didn't see a charge. He just seemed to be a little aggressive. And again, they, I feel like they need to take. I don't feel like white. I mean, that's kind of like hard to say, but I feel like bringing white policemen into our yeah. neighborhoods, it's like bound to be because they don't. Again, they fear us and they don't know how to 
de-escalate the situation. Right. So they are, to me, it's like they were trained to shoot. They shot him versus trying to de-escalate. And not only that, the people around him, the first thing we do as a black community is pull our phones out and record. And not to say that we shouldn't because a lot of times we need to have the footage, but what does it matter? Because at the end of the day, they're going to consider it justifiable. Do you all agree? Uh, I mean, yes, I'm not surprised that it won't yeah. be. It will be. Yeah, so there and... Uh, What's the name of the letter? The, uh... The, the, the union president, a fraternal order police president, wrote a letter and said he was, was justified. But he's racist anyway, so. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything is justified. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I just want to send a prayer out for all our black men and to um, his family and his loved ones. I, I, it's, it's hard. And, and, and then our city is in a turmoil right now. Like, they're literally boarding up everything because of it's, we started the looting, we started the rioting. And shout out to the boosters. Shout out to the, shout out to the wow. boosters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm all about the change. If y'all got to do what y'all got to do, whatever. But you can't just, don't use this as an excuse to steal some shit or to break into somebody's establishment. I feel like if you're going to do it, be willing to stand on what you do and be willing to do the protest and be willing to, you know, be for the cause. Don't just loot because you just broke and you need some shit. Can I be frank? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, honestly, I mm-hmm. feel that none of this shit they break and we own. Okay. Leave the small black businesses alone. I agree. Leave the community business alone. Right. But you can go downtown and break all the shit because they all got insurance. Go and sit. They're wearing them like you now. We just walked past them. My, my thing is, you can't control how somebody... Uh, reacts to anger yeah you can't yeah, control somebody yeah tired. and my thing is how we've been protesting since what 1965 yeah at what point are we gonna start protesting only thing this is my this is my perception they're not the they're only not thing white people respect is violence and money right the only reason the alabama bus boycott was successful is mm-hmm. because they were losing so much money they, were. they said we got to try to deal with them right okay and as a whole the community stuck with it old people young people everybody stuck with it mm-hmm. the problem with our generation now is Everybody's for self. Right. There's no togetherness. So right. if they, so we might be protesting, mm-hmm. but in two weeks, people will forget about it and go back and shopping go right again. Go back to shopping. Go and back to travel. And that's for the economy. They're going to make their money. So again, we fuck up their shit. Yes. Then they're going to start at least respecting us, and there's going to be some sort of change. And I will say I respect what Mayor Kenny said because he kind of basically said, you know, he was like, you know, this systematic racism, and so what I only caught a little bit of what he was saying, but it sounds like he. He's like, you know, I'm a white man. He kept it real. He's like, I lived my life as a white man all my life. So I don't know what it's like to be angry or to deal with racism and things of that sort. So I will say I appreciate that he did seem to have some compassion. Go ahead. But this is the problem I have with that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you don't know. But you know how your counterparts, your you know, other white men are racist and act. Right. And you don't speak up or say anything. What is he doing about So him? being complacent about uh, 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 racism and systematic racism is the right. same thing as being one yourself. Right. That's like if I have a friend who's a rapist and I, I, I don't say enough allow him to keep raping people, guess what? Yeah. I'm just as guilty as him. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. So, and I, it was kind of sort of like him speaking up, but again, we need change. We need justice. And, and this situation is so sad to say that I don't think we're going to get that. Uh only time I've ever saw in history, I'm like I said, I've been almost 40. The only time I ever saw a history of justice was O.J. Okay. O.J. was the only black man to ever beat the system. Okay. And they got him in the end. Right. Do so, you think he did it, though? I don't think O.J. did it himself. Mm-hmm. I think two things. It, it's two different theories of mine. Mm-hmm. This is me through my dealings after a while. Okay. Uh, I think he probably either got it orchestrated 
or legit. The other theory I, I've been reading that she you know, was in, in some money for some people, some drug dealers. Oh, okay. I some did Colombian drug dealers. Too, yeah. And they came and collected. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I don't think he did it for himself, physically. Yeah. But the really? thing is, no, I don't think he, no, he ain't doing it himself physically. I okay. think, but, but the LAPD was so racist and they, they wanted him so bad that they him, so, yeah. they fucked up the investigation. I remember that. Doing dumb shit. I remember that watching yeah, it just, on TV. The glove, it was just, it was just so yeah, much. Yeah. And you had the genius of Johnny Cochran who exposed all that. Right, exactly. That's the only time he got justice. And the crazy yeah. thing is white people are still mad about that. They, yeah, they are. Of course they are. They like, still mad at shit. That's why they got so many different... They keep trying to expose it and bring it back because they got so many different documentaries and they want to keep bringing it to the forefront. It's like, okay, he was acquitted. Right. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. So we're going to move on. You know, we're going to get into because I want to kind of get into my guest today. Mm-hmm. I want him to kind of tell everybody about him for those of you who don't know who the one I Creep is. Hamad. Yes, I'm the one I Creep uh, infamously on Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say now I am a... Uh, I'm an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur. Okay. Again, I told you I work in the adult mental health field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a community activist. I'm more of, I'm just a man of the community. Okay. I like to help people and uh, people, in my, people in my situation get right. them over the hump. So what do you do in a community? That... I give jobs out to people. Okay. I'm a felon. So I like to give anybody who has a record that can't get a job, and I give them a the job. That's all that's out here trying to turn their lives around. I also try to teach them how to become an entrepreneur. I give okay. them the tools in the game. Okay. So, you know... I, the, the little bit of knowledge I have, I just try to pass it on to people, you know, right. whether you're a fellow or not, just give it right. to them so they can be self-independent. Nice. For sure. That's what's up. That's what's up. And tell them, what else you got going on here? You got a book? Oh, uh, yeah. So, let's talk about my book. Yeah. So, okay. this book right here is called uh, Memoirs of a Creep. Okay. Memoirs now, this book is about maybe, the funny thing is, uh, I kind of wrote this book when I was on house arrest. Okay. I was on house arrest for two years when I came home from jail. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was in there just losing my mind, and I just, you know, just thought of something, and I started doing poems. And it caught on, and people liked it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm a fan. Yeah, I liked it, and then some weird way, I like got on tour when I got off house arrest, and okay. it just evolved into a book now in 2015, yeah. in 2020, and now just we're here. Right. Memoirs of a Queen. Actually, I have a show for my book. Yeah, a, a book show? signed, yeah, December the 12th. Okay. In okay. downtown Chester. Okay. Yep, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good show. Man. I got a good lineup. Downtown Chester. Okay. Not the, not the hood part. <laughs> well, you heard? I Chester? There's a Chester, but it's, it's in the good part. Okay. With the only part of Chester that's good is downtown. It's like a little, I didn't know there was any, but okay. Uh, this, Shout uh, out to Chester. Shout out to Chester. This black, this black guy, he owns a, uh, he owns an event space, like a, a warehouse. Oh, okay. And he got the whole top floor, which is like different studios oh, and different things. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's black owned. Yeah, black owned. So. What's the name of it? It's called a Cast Studios. Okay. Shout out to Cast Studios. On, what's the date? Uh, December the twelfth. All right, we're gonna post all that. Yes, please. Later. I think that's Friday. Saturday. Okay. Saturday, Saturday December twelfth, okay. from five p.m. Yeah. to nine p.m. Nice. Yep. Okay. Perfect. I like to get in early. You know, I'm old, so yeah, I don't like to be out, out late. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I'm here. I'm, I got you. So, okay. Other than we already asked, who is Hamas? What's I just basically want to know, like, you know, a few more things. I'm gonna play a little game with you. Uh huh. I'm um, basically just like asking questions, like kind of like a Q and A. Okay. Um, it's gonna be like some positive things, some kind of off the wall things, or whatever. I'm here for it. I hope. All right. So, what's your view of social media? Like, who's your favorite person to follow? Like, for um, inspiration or? I, I I think social media is a gift and a curse. Okay. I think it's a gift because business. I'm a businessman. I got I got five different companies. I have a. Uh, I have a moving company. Mm-hmm. I have a pickup, drop-off, laundry service. Okay, I want to string the vending machines. 
and I have a home demolition and clean-off service. Okay. I'm in the process of opening a daycare, oh. and I'm dabbling into real estate here and there. So you're a jack-of-all-trades. I'm a felon. Nobody so are you, are you still a chef? Because you used to be a chef. I, I, I still cook here and there, but, you Why know, you actually... No food? I, I haven't had time to cook, really. All right. My sister just asked me, did I want to get a food truck? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But uh, I just haven't had time for that. But I'm just trying to get my hands over everything. Okay. For me, the person who is... Well, I'm sorry. Why I say is it gives a gift curse because... Right, okay. Business-wise... Mm-hmm. Social media is even the playing field for the small business, which is me, with the major companies. Right. So now, before, if I wanted to get my product advertised, I would have to either know somebody at the radio station to get yeah. it on the air, mm-hmm. or have to pay a consumer amount of money to advertise my product. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I can just post my own product with my tens of thousands of followers okay. and gain traction like that. I'm People see it. Followers. Yeah, like, I'm coming. I'm I trying. I'm you. trying. Wait till I get verified. I'm sliding the DMs like crazy. Like that blue check is over. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's helped me a lot in business. And okay. I'm being real, like yeah. majority of my business comes from social media and referrals. Okay. So it's kind of even the playing field with the yeah. major companies and the small business guy. Right. If you notice, you never really see sneaker commercials no more. Right? Not really. Why you don't see them? Because why am I paying two and three million dollars for a commercial when I can just post? I got if I'm Nike and I have right. thirty million followers, mm-hmm. I can post them on social media for free. True. So it, it works, but it's, yeah. the, it's the curse because now mm-hmm. you've given uh, voice and attention to a lot of people who normally doesn't have it. Right. So everybody is seeking to get famous and insta famous, and you know they they watch people like uh, B Simone or uh, who yeah. else. Uh, Instagram famous. Uh, you posted something about B Simone the other day, didn't you? Like, she's, I get. <laughs> she's crafty. She's crafty. She's crafty. She knows how to keep the people going, you know, she, and keep the people talking. My, my problem with her is that uh, my only problem with her, I, I, I like her hustle. Okay. I like what she's doing her movement, but mm-hmm. when she when she sold that plagiarized pamphlet, yeah, she turned me off. Yeah, with that. she definitely. Yeah, she that was wrong for. And that was that was, was that ever rectified. I don't know. Legal, I think I think she's going through a legal battle right now with oh, that. Oh, really? She can't say anything. Yeah, I don't think she can go into detail, uh, but somebody, she, somebody will get some money. Right. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff that she had in her book was like on like all Pinterest like and all of that. Word. Like, word for word. Word for word. And she didn't up. change it up. She didn't even change the color. The font, nothing. <laughs> she kept it all the I can see if she was like, you know, put your own words to it. She just did word for word. I'm like, wow. Right. And one thing about white women is a Karen will Karen. But she's a white woman? She's no, what? I'm no, I'm saying the people oh. she stole from is white women. Oh, white women. Yeah, they don't play yeah. about oh, yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah, they, they, they go through the, they the, the, the litigation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, if I was to get in a car with you right now, what would you be listening to? What's the type of music that you play? <sighs> I'm kind of weird. So I like mm-hmm. uh, I like 80s pop music. Okay. I listen to a lot of uh, Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duran Duran, okay. I like uh, what was I like uh, Starship. Mm-hmm. I listen to classical music. I love okay. jazz. Really? If I yeah, if I do. So if I if I got in your car right now and turned the key, that's what would come on. Probably uh uh-huh. Take me home. Okay. That's my that's one of my favorite uh, 80s song. Okay. Uh, if I do listen to hip hop, it's older hip hop yeah. from the 90s. Yeah. And right. 80s, but mm-hmm. I'm not really into the new stuff. Really? No. Yeah, nah. I have no. I can't really get jiggy. Yeah, with we're that a little older, so a lot of that shit they'll be like, what is? I don't know what they're talking they about. Yeah. And they talk about either getting high or or sh- or, or or being an op. Whatever that means, right, 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 right. or being a shooter, which I'm none of, so I can't really relate to these guys. Right. So, who's your favorite porn star? Hmm. Right now, it's this woman named Simone Richards. She's mm. not really famous. She's okay. on her way up. Okay. She's kind of a BBW a little bit. Ah, skin. You like the BBW. I love them. You uh, like the BBWs. I liked I them before the it was BBWs. cool. Yeah, shout out to BBWs. I liked you them before it was cool. The BBWs Always. Ever? Since like '92. 
<laughs> I love BBWs. Who's your favorite, like, BBW? If you like, say. I'm going to say maybe Tabria Majors. You know what it is? Tabria? Tabria Majors. She, no, I'm going to have to look her up. She, she started Instagram, but she somehow got a contract. That's her? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's Rich that's um Simone Richards. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, I I seen her on X and XX. Yeah, she's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to X and XX. She's nasty. Yeah, okay. I like All her. Right, so. Um right. yeah, Tabria Majors. I have been watching her for a while and I just like her package. Right. She's very pretty. You know, and I like a little extra. I like to grab on some fupa. Yeah, I love fupa. So, what is considered like a great date to you? Like, cause you know they have all these topics and you know arguments on social media. Like, oh, it's two hundred dollar date. What would you consider like if you met Simone Richards or yes. a good BBW, somebody yeah. that you wanted to take out? What would be something that you would do for her? I'm cheating. I'm a chef, so I would cook. You would cook for her. Okay. Men, don't, men don't understand this. Let me wrong. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind going out. Yeah. But I like to, you know, I like the experience. For I me, mean, it's the experience. Okay. Going to the restaurant is cool, mm -hmm. but most of the time, most women just go for the food, and it's so loud that you can't really get, you know, how you want to get to as far as conversation wise. Okay. And I like cooking because it's a little more personal. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. It's a little more personal and it's a little more intimate. So you'll say like, what's your favorite food, or you just gonna take charge? <sighs> You're not going to well, first I'm going to find out what allergy she has, what she likes or like, oh, okay. allergy she has, what right. she don't like. Okay. And then I'll base it upon that. And then I like doing that because I get home court advantage. Ah. So, once we're eating so and drinking... Feed her and fuck her? Boom! <laughs> Boom! There you go. There you go. You know, a good two-course meal and, you know, balls deep. Right. So, what would be considered as your best vacation? Like, somewhere you've been that you, like, you know... That like, I keep going to? Yeah, or what? What's like with a woman or or a guy? Just period, just like somewhere that Me? we can find you if you were going on vacation. Where Dominican Republic. Really? Yes. Oh, they wild out there. But 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 but, but, the but, but it's, it's a different experience for men and women. Why is it because right. the women? Yes, it's a different okay. experience for the women. Okay. Cheat code, men. You like a king out there. Cheat code like a okay, man, right? They do. Okay. For I'm a female, so I didn't get that experience. You won't get the same experience. Okay. For thirty dollars. You can have the woman to get fantasy. Mm -hmm. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Tiff, listen. Know. Listen to me. Okay. Women that you only see on Instagram that you will never have a shot at. extremely poor. Yes. Okay. It's not my fault. I just, like to, I just like to help that boost the economy, me and my friends. It's about five of us, and we go about twice a year. Oh. Actually, I'm thinking about getting an apartment over there. Are you serious? Because it's cheap. It yeah, it's cheap to live, too. Cost of It's beautiful. It it's is. really beautiful. You know, it's Haiti right next door. They yeah. share the same island. And they don't even like each other. That's weird. It's weird because Dominicans look really black. I don't know what they like. Me no black, Bobby. Me no black. Yeah, Nigga, we got yeah. the same hair and the same nose. What you do know, you mean? You know, it's funny. Since I've been to the Dominican Republic, I did meet a few, like, chicks out there that I still follow on social media that were actually, like... And okay. they bad. They so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, they are really bad. Yes, they really so, bad. So that's your your favorite. How many the, times have you been to the theater? I've been... I started going there two years ago. I've been about six times. Right, so let me years. know when you get yes. an apartment. That's a lot. Yeah, I think I'm going to go again next it's week. like every four next months. Week? Yes. I wish I could go more. So, remember it was um, all this stuff going on with um, like the alcohol poison and people becoming right. up dead and stuff like that. But like, that, I think that kind of helped because... <laughs> Because once it uh, no, I didn't. Cheaper, you still went. I'm from Philly. Yeah, like, drop, that's like, prices. Yeah, drop prices. Like, like you got a better chance of getting killed. By I went. I went right after that. Yeah, it's like yeah, and the thing about over there when, you, when black people go to other countries, maybe mm -hmm. except European countries, they adore us in other countries. Okay. They adore black people, especially black men. Mm -hmm. We're like looked at as kings. Yeah, they do. So, I mean, that's pretty much a lot of places you go because people love Philly. It's mm -hmm. like wherever you go, they really respect us and love us. And they just say, oh, my God, you from Philly? Oh, y'all got the bears. And, mm -hmm. and so they, they really fuck Let me put this in perspective. Mm -hmm. When I walk into a club in Dominican Republic, I'm Jay-Z. 
Literally. <laughs> no, like dead up. Like literally. Okay. When you okay. walk in the club, yeah. you don't have to like ask questions and try to wear jewelry. I don't even get yeah. dressed anymore over there. The first time I went, I was dressed, I was overdressed. Okay. All I wear is yeah. sweatpants, shorts, and yeah. flip flops. Window draws? Sometimes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite thing to do in Philly? <sighs> Philly's dangerous. <laughs> I don't. I mean, like it I said. Is, I mean, but you're from here, so it got to be something that you enjoy doing when you're here, when you're not in the dependent. When the world was open, or yeah, yeah. when the world was open, just my favorite there. thing I used to go to. I used to go to Wing Night at Manio. This place called. Oh. Um, I can't get a place name, but it's be a, a uh, Manio. Twenty five cent wings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, not the. That was like around around the corner from Bourbon and Blue. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, I started going there with like when when niggas wasn't really hip, so yeah, it was just yeah, me yeah. and like all white people were now a lot of niggas oh, go yeah, to. Oh yeah, I remember you still. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. that, was, that I like going there really, and um, I go to a lot of uh, spoken word nights and perform. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I go to a lot of jazz shows. Mm-hmm. I just like going on different stuff. Yeah, so speaking of spoken word, let's just get into this book real quick. Okay. Um, Memoirs of a Creep. You know, I live for your spoken word. Like, okay. it's like the funniest, most, like, I I get a key key from this shit. Yeah, so. most, most people don't really understand what kind of artist I am. They think yeah. it's, I mean, it's poetry, mm-hmm. but it's it's a, it's a little more eccentric than you would normally think of right, when you think right, poetry. Right. All right, so we're going to do two real quick. So okay. I said I wanted to do what? A dream Girl and, and BBW. BBW. Okay, so come on. Do you, you have any one? jazz music? Any jazz? Any jazz? You want like slow jazz? Uh, no. Give me a little more upbeat. Upbeat. It adds to the 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 the, you know the whole experience. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's go. That's not jazz. No, no, this this no something more like old school jazz. Yeah, like just horns, just horns, just just horns and pianos. Just yeah, like something like that. Okay, all right. You gotta get in the mood. Come on, just take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale. You sure you want these two? Uh, these, these are okay, but. Well, give me, uh, just give me one, just give me one of okay. your favorite okay. one, just your your best one. It ain't okay. gotta be what I want. Just give me your best one, cause right, I'm gonna yeah. get into this book. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Waiting for cueing in for my uh my cue from the DJ. All right. Oh, this is sexy. This is <laughs> like boomerang. <clears throat> It's a party this weekend, and she wants to look her best. So she hits her girlfriends up saying, Bitch, I don't want to look a mess. So I seen the pics from the party, and I'm double tapping, I confess. But then I go to her girlfriend page and look back 27 weeks, and I see the same bag and the same dress. Mm. You bitches is fucking filthy. (laughs) That's one of them. That's one of them. It's it's, It's called fucking filthy. Fucking yeah. Shout out to Listen, I'm telling you guys, y'all gotta get this book. If yes. you don't follow Please. him, make sure you follow him. Like I said, it's a key key for me, but it's re- like he's very talented. So I, pr- I appreciate you going ahead and um, reading it today. Okay. Um, I'm gonna jump into the Heyman September letter because you know we're, um, let's get into it really quickly. So All right, cool. um, for those of you who don't know, um, and those of you who do, like, I typically, um, this is one of my segments that I like to do. And I, I put out my email and I tell people, like, send me letters and I'll give you advice. It's not going to always be the best advice because I'm no expert. Mm-hmm. But this shit be funny, you know. So <laughs> I'm just going to jump into it really quickly. And here's the letter. Hey, Miss September, I just got divorced from my wife of five years, nine months ago. I've been dating a girl that I met at the gym for approximately six or seven months. Things are getting pretty serious. We've even moved in together last week. 
I really like this girl, and I feel like she may be the one. But I made a mistake of going past my ex-wife's house to drop off my son. Now, he's two years old, and I had to carry him and put him in bed. When I got upstairs, my ex-wife was laying across the bed with no clothes on. So you know what happened. I fucked up. And now she's saying she missed her period and may be pregnant. Oh. What do I do? Hmm. You asking me? I, yeah, I'm giving you the Florida. Because well, you're a male, so. Well, first of all, my man, you're moving too fast. Moving like a woman. Yeah, he moved in with you. Just, you just divorced months. her in six seven months. You, yeah. like, that, don't, that don't make sense. You didn't give a chance to yourself to heal and, you know, yeah. experience the world and date other women first. Right. You jumped okay. in, so. <sighs> so this is kind of like one of those things where the... Well, I didn't, I kind of, the letters are a little longer, so I, I know a little bit more than what I just read. So he kind of went a little bit more into detail. So it was kind of like she knows he has a girl, so she did it purposely. Yeah. So it was kind of like the wife became the side chick. So it was like yeah. she's she's doing it purposely. It sounded like to, she did it purposely. Yeah. Cause like why else why do you need to be laying across the Because women know the flesh is weak. Right. Yeah. Like, come on. And he fell exactly You for fell it. for it, bro. I went upstairs. So you feel, okay, so, he, but the baby, it was the baby. He should have just handed her the baby and just kept it moving. Kept it pushing. But he, he wanted to do that. He wanted to do you that. You don't come think on. he's over it? No. Oh. no. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. No. We, let me tell you something about a man, right? Mm -hmm. When a man is tired of fucking you and don't want to fuck you anymore, mm -hmm. you ain't getting no dick. Right. He still wants to fuck her. Yeah, so clearly he's trying to have his cake and eat it too, but now he in a fucked up situation because his ex-wife could possibly be pregnant. But you done moved in with the chick, so how do you deal with that? Is that his girl, though? He, just said uh, he better be a girl moving well, in with her. He feels like she's the one. He feels like she's the one. Already in six months. I mean, we don't know what relationship he had with his wife, and you don't you know, even know so if you like a car in six months. How are you going to know yeah. if you want to marry somebody? I would just somebody? say wait it out. Wait it out and see if she's really pregnant she's before pregnant, you right. like right. Because if right, she's right. not, then you might not have to. Stop. Yeah, you don't. You, yeah. you don't fumble the ball before it gets your hand. I okay, so say you nothing. think he should just wait it out, yeah. give her some time, and then? So what if she is pregnant? Then what? See, I, I, he, he's a he's a beta male, so I can't speak from perspective. I'm an alpha right, male. Right, right. I move differently. <laughs> so, so for for me, when I get a woman and I want and I want to see her in my life and I want her in my rotation, right? I sit her down and tell her what, what, like what's going on in my life, right. so she can make the decision whether she want to yeah. continue with me or not. Mm -hmm. okay. I don't like the I'm I'm old. Yeah. I don't got time for lies and mm -hmm. and hiding and shit. Yeah. No, either yeah. you want to be in this rotation and you're going to play your part, mm -hmm. or we can't work. Yeah. Okay. I got you. So, I mean, there you have it. You know, I, I kind of, I, I agree. You know, this is a male, so I'm a female, so it's kind of hard for me to, not that I can't answer the question, but I do feel like, I, I kind of agree he should wait it out to see. So if you was his girlfriend mm -hmm. and you found out he got somebody pregnant, how would you react? For one, it's his wife, ex-wife. Ex-wife. So I would already feel like we were moving too fast. Me personally, I'm not moving in with a nigga that I know that just got divorced in six months. No. I'm not going to do it because I already know that it's feelings. And, and the niggas, the first thing they say is, oh, she crazy. I don't fuck with her. I don't want to be her. Clearly, you jumped to put your dick in her. So yeah. it, it's something still there where though temptation. And there you have it now. I got to decide whether I'm going to accept this baby yeah. if it is one or... You know, I'm not dealing with it. It's, but but this is why this is why you be honest from the jump. Listen, yeah. I still got feelings for my ex-wife. 
I, I love you and I care about yeah. you, but you know, I, I, she's still in my life forever. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and then they have, they have a two-year-old, two-year-old son. Yeah, it's it. I might, I might still be fucking here and there. Yeah. What? Well, I don't know about. That. I mean, listen. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's <laughs> something you should. That's, that's my level of honesty. That's so, that, you keep it real with all your bitches like that? The moment I get a woman, no, the one I want to be serious with. Okay. If, if I'm gonna have her in my rotation of women. Mm-hmm. I tell her from the jump, listen, this is who I got. This is what I do. Okay. This is what you do. Okay. Whether you want to be with her or not, it's your choice. I give them a choice. Yeah. I don't like to hide. Yeah, don't right. take the choice away. No. Nah. Yeah. Give me the choice to decide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, I would just... Most like of them stay, by the way. I would have... Yeah. Yeah, they stay. My dick's good. It's soon, though. <gasps> so, it's not like... And they appreciate like... the honesty. Yes. And then I got a lot going on. Okay. So, it's like, because I got so much going on positive that they don't meet most men like me, uh-huh. I'm a keeper to them. Oh, so she's supposed to just accept it and just because just it. No, not accept it. You got to understand where the world works. Okay. The most powerful men in the world, in history world, have had side women and cheated. Mm-hmm. I'm a regular nigga. You okay. think, how are you going to hold me to a standard? Right. Come on. Like, come yeah. on. You got to understand it. And for real, it's not even about feelings and emotions for men mm-hmm. when we cheat. It's just, and most of the time, it's about sex. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm sexually yeah, attracted okay. to her. Uh-huh. I want to have sex with her. That's I'm going to come home to you. I don't think what y'all right here. I'm going to come to you. No, but it's different for y'all. Because if y'all cheat... No, it's different, but as we cheat for... Y'all like this nigga. We like this Y'all like this nigga. Y'all thinking about leaving me to go with him. Mm -hmm. I'm just fucking her. I'm coming home to you. I'm providing for you. You're my family. So as a woman, I'm supposed to just be like, oh, well, him, and he just fucking her, like... Either going to happen behind your back or in front of your face. You got to pick. You can be, be real. Shit, that's a hard pill okay. to swallow. And, and let's be real. It's, it's, women don't like and men. And grown women is going to either ride or roll. And no women like a men that don't get no bitches. That's true. So I, Come on. That's true. <laughs> women don't want nothing other women don't want. Right. That's true. Come that on. is true. I agree. I agree. So there you have it. I mean, there you are. <laughs> I just hope that everything works out. And most of the time, I do tell um, my listeners and the people who do send letters in to mm-hmm. kind of give us an update yeah. so hopefully we'll have an update and we'll see you in nine months yeah well yeah. hopefully sooner because if she's not pregnant then but they got plan b and you know what speaking of late no you got up to it's 72 hours Something 72 like hours. well i, I think she it's... might be pregnant it's way past 72 yeah, yeah, yeah so it's past that yeah so i seen the looters posting it. yeah i seen it too uh some dude yeah he had him i inboxed him I said, bro, you want plan B? I sure do. <laughs> it's either that or Apple Tree Street, but I'm not into that oh, no more. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Plan B. So this has been a fun-filled episode. I thank you so much for coming out and showing us Anytime, love. anytime, Tiff, for you. And like I said, um, tell the people where they can find you at. You can find me on Instagram. My at name is at the one I creep, the letter D-A, okay. the number one, E-Y-E, creep, three underscores. That's my, my handle on everything. Uh, check out for my business. I got out in the wash laundry service. I, I come to you. I fold your laundry. I bring it back. People love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and come to my show, December 12th in Chester. Hit me up in my Instagram and I can give you all the details. Downtown Chester. Downtown, downtown Chester. Downtown, yes. downtown Chester. Chester. The good part of the Chester. The good part of Chester. Yes. What's the last? The good part of Chester. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for being me. our first guest on season two. Yay. And... My DJ, you play some music for us. Let us know where we can find you at. DJ Ricochet, Untouchable Technician. DJ R I C O C H E T 03. That's my song, right? Right? You already know what's going on. That's the old hoes right here, though. <laughs> and I am Miss September. And make sure you follow 
Don't follow me on I Am in September. Follow me on the Philly Jones podcast. And I do not be letting y'all motherfuckers in because I don't have Are time. Are your page private? My, my personal page is private. Okay. But follow me on the Philly Jones podcast, and we will be back next week with a new episode. And we out. Peace. Oh, must be a longer time. I know. I was just getting into the meat and potatoes. Yeah, we had to like. Okay. You know, you I know, because we had, I got the other room, though, like, so I don't know. What's up, everybody?